and sisters on the 60th episode of the good morning guys podcast thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning afternoon evening or night now as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play i am one of your hosts the brazilian mountaineer lucas ham swisher it's fine to meet you today also with me is the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers. It's Patrick Nova Cell. And also with us, <laughs> our ballin' ballin' beast of the East, who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantas. Hi. And a final member of the GMG Quad Factor, the man with music in his heart, and Doctor Who on his brain, like Coretta in his oldest stomach go, Mark Boucher. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's the circle of GMG, my friends. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to The Rock. Pride Rock. And if it's not your first time joining us... <laughs> different Rock. I, was, I don't remember more. Sean Connery being in Lion King. <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> that? <laughs> I just thought I'd do a little mix of the two. We're he should have been Mufasa. Welcome to the circle of life. <laughs> Welcome to the circle. Uh, once more, we play our dangerous game. A game of chess against our old adversary. But today, the game is different. And we have the advantage. You guys know that movie? Is that uh, Lion King? No. It's Lion King one and a half. Hunt for Red October. Thank you very much. Oh, I have seen that I movie, close. but it's been a long time. You were time. real close. I know there's a lion somewhere in that submarine in that movie. Hey, guys. <laughs> welcome to the show. It's possible that I have a little bit of Disney fever, but I will save that for later. Uh, how's it going? Even better now that you've gone through all that. <laughs> I know, right? Are you guys so ready? To, uh, I have a, I have a, hit the I have a quick question of our updates. So I meant to ask last week, but you said uh, the passion of a thousand suns twice. I don't even what does that mean? The passion of a thousand suns. Can yeah. you imagine how hot a thousand suns would be? We'd be dead. Should shouldn't it be like the wouldn't it be like the heat of a thousand suns? Well, I don't know. What were we talking passion about? Passion is heat. I have no Patrick. Exactly. Mm. Mm. All right. I can get behind that. We I'm going to start using it in my daily vernacular. Get behind that. <laughs> you should. The passion of a thousand suns. So, guys, what is new? Who wants to lead the way with sharing their little old update of life? One, two, three, go. Marcus James, go first. Yes. Mark, your middle name is James. You are the chosen one. No, not not <laughs> at all. It's Marcus Fernando <laughs> I was, Boucher. I was talking talking to my wife uh, before the podcast, and I'm like, you know what? I don't even know what Mark's middle name is because I keep saying James. And, uh, it's ingrained in my mind. that. That's what is your middle name? name? Well, I'll tell you what it's not. <laughs> it's not Thomas. It's not Thomas either. No, it's definitely not James. Mark Cornelius Peter. Boucher. 
close, but mm. no. <laughs> Marcus Bartholomew Boucher. That would get the double Ooh. B going. You done with MBB? <laughs> you know me. Um, no, I'll give you a hint. And and those who are familiar with who are familiar with the Bible may may Frank. know about this. Jesus. Neither of those. Mark <laughs> Jesus Boucher. <laughs> I could see that. I could imagine Mark my mom Jesus yelling. Jesus Boucher, to- get over here. <laughs> Mark Luke. Mark Matthew. Luke and John. Through all the Gospels. <laughs> Mark Matthew. Mark Corinthians. <laughs> Double Mark M. Psalms. Mark Revelation Boucher. Mark, Mark Lamentations Boucher. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's very depressed right now. <laughs> no. He uh, he uh, he got in a little bit of an intense situation with some lions. Mark the tax collector. Yes. Mark Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lions, not tigers. Oh. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Mark Rainbow Coat Boucher. Wow, Rainbow it's not coat. Joseph. <laughs> Mark David Boucher. No. Mark Goliath. <laughs> oh, I felt like David. I thought that that was it at first. That's a good one. Clearly, you guys don't know your Bible. <laughs> it's possible we're messing with you. Yes, maybe. I don't know. I'm oh, not. wait. Samson killed a lion. Mark Samson. Samsonite. Samsonite. That's way off. <laughs> it's Daniel, guys. It's Daniel. Oh, I was going to say Delilah. <laughs> that was the next one. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs> Mark Delilah. <laughs> no. No, it's Daniel. Nice. All right. All right, Danny boy. Tell us. How's life? Wait a minute. What's my middle name? James. That's easy. It's Ronald Joe. Johantis. <laughs> <laughs> or also Ronnie Jojo. Isn't it Joseph? No. No. Patrick's right. It is James? It is actually James. <laughs> is it James? That's hilarious. <laughs> yes. I knew nice. it was RJJ, but I, I could Someone had a James in there. One out of three people's middle name's James. Yeah. Fact. That is correct. That should be the tagline of the Good Morning Guys. The Good Morning Guys, <laughs> one out of four, has the middle name of James. Fact time. <laughs> um. Well, I'm glad that you picked me to go first because I probably had the most boring week out of all of you, but um, I pretty much had a had a status quo week. Um, nothing too crazy out of the ordinary. Um, I did, however, on the gaming side of things, I actually rented a game from Redbox because I was very hesitant to actually buy this game, knowing what happened with the last game in this series. Oh, um, you're talking fact, about My Little Riding Champion? And yes. And nailed it. They <laughs> came out with a sequel and is just as janky as the first one. No. No, no. Um, so, uh, obviously, I am referring to Call of Duty. Um, mm. I bought Black Ops 4 last year and played a little bit of Blackout with Patrick and some of the other guys um, for a little while. And then a little game called Apex came out, and that went by the wayside, and I I basically didn't touch Black Ops 4 again. So I was very hesitant to 
buy another Call of Duty game that I knew I probably wasn't going to play a whole lot of. Mm-hmm. But I mainly wanted to play the campaign because they once again have a campaign mode in Call of Duty, which so I've I believe heard. Black Ops 4, they didn't have one. Yeah. Um, so uh, I rented it on Redbox. I figured I'll rent it just for a few days, knock out the campaign, see how that is, play a little bit of multiplayer, um, and uh, see how it goes. And I rented it Friday morning. And I beat the game Saturday night. Nice. Uh, yeah. Was it was it that good or that short? Both. Nice. <laughs> that's a um, that's a great combo. <laughs> generally, generally, Call of Duty campaigns are never really that long anyway, because that's yeah, not they're like like f- five focus. hours. Yeah. Um, this one was about I want to say like seven or eight, maybe. Okay, that's pretty good. Um. So, and maybe because there were certain areas that maybe took me a little longer, but that. It wasn't like crazy, um, but uh, I very much enjoyed the campaign for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, uh, which just came out on Friday. It's got a great story to it. It's very intense. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, it's very intense and uh, not to be sold in Russia. Definitely not. That's what and I've I heard. Completely understand why. Yeah. Um, because there is a lot of it now they're very specific about the fact that you know like there's a line in the game where these two characters are talking and um she this lady basically asks this guy so you kill russians and he responds only the bad ones so they they make it clear that these russians are the bad ones the bad russians so right. not all russians are bad um, but there is some very intense anti-Russian sentiment in this game. Hmm. Um, so I understand why the Russian side of Sony Inter- uh, Interactive Entertainment decided not to have it on their uh, their online store. Emphasis on online store. Right. Because you can definitely buy the physical copy and you can also get it on Xbox and PC in Russia. Yeah. So they didn't completely outlaw it. Um, but yeah, I can very much understand why they would be like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this. But um, other than that, I mean, the game, the, the story was great. It definitely highlights, I guess, for lack of a better word, highlights um, a lot of the horrible things about war mm-hmm. in the 21st century. Yeah. Um, and just how crazy things have become. Like, obviously, there is some, um, you know, like, uh, extremist, like, you know, kind of Middle Eastern extremist type of warfare going on. And so there are, like, um, kids that have bombs strapped to them mm. um, that detonate themselves. Um, yeah. That's pretty heavy. Um, and, crap, I can't. I can't I can't say that, but there is a very intense scene involving children that uh, I don't want to get into too much um, for, you know, because of spoilers, but it it very much tugs on the emotional side of things. Um, And the, yeah, the story was, was great. Um, I pretty much played it on a very like, not be, I guess, beginner difficulty because I was I'm not about the difficulty I, I, with these games I'm about enjoying the story mm-hmm, um, sure. 
Yeah. So. Feel you. I just wanted to set things down to a minimum, and it wasn't like ridiculously easy. Um, but um, yeah, the story was awesome. The multiplayer is very much Call of Duty, and once again has reminded me of how much I suck at Call of Duty um, because um, the the respawn amounts in in my games were were ridiculous. Um, you know, my KD spread was awful. Um, but it's, it's still a lot of fun anyway. Um, the only drawback that I didn't really like was that there wasn't a dedicated playlist just for team deathmatch. I'm not all about the like objective based missions. Hmm. Um, with the exception being maybe there's a, there's a, um, a game type called domination. Um, where it's kind of like a, a multi-spot game king of the hill kind of thing where you're basically taking over points um which i I pretty much enjoy that but for the most part i enjoy like your standard team deathmatch stuff um i'm not into the crazy objective based stuff and and while they have a new game type that um has like a 2v2 much smaller uh arena team like deathmatch kind of thing um, they don't have your standard team deathmatch playlist, so I was kind of bummed about that. Um, but that's a very small gripe. But they did a great job with this game. Um, so big shout out to uh, Activision and all those guys. Um, I'm trying to remember. It's not Treyarch that worked on this. Oh gosh, Infinity Ward. Yes, it is Infinity Ward. It's the one that that uh, they alternate. Every yeah. year, so it's either Treyarch or Infinity Ward. Um, so yeah, it was Infinity Ward this this time. Uh, Treyarch usually does like the Black Ops games, right? Um, so, but yeah, I had a thoroughly great time with that. Um, it was good to be back in um, in church this past Sunday because uh, the Sunday before, obviously, I had gone to the funeral, so mm-hmm. we had the day off afterwards. Um, so it's good to be back to the back in the swing of things um but that was pretty much my week um there wasn't anything super out of the ordinary um we went to obviously went to la Coretta wednesday night but that's because um kristen's dad was working this weekend so um and kristen's mom went out of town on a trip so we kind of had to switch things around so Mm -hmm. but that was pretty much my week um I would like to make before we go on to to the next person, um, if I could make a quick announcement about something we kind of pushed out yesterday. Yeah, is man. That, is that okay to talk about that? Plug away. Yeah. Cool. So yesterday, um, obviously today's Monday at time of recording. So yesterday, sun being Sunday, uh, we actually put out the big announcement that we are doing an extra live stream. Uh, we're doing Surprise. a 24-hour stream in shifts um, because there's no way I don't think I could ever stay up for 24 hours anymore. I just don't think I could handle it. <laughs> I know, yeah. Pat, you did it last year. Um, and, and Yeah, yeah, he led the way. Really tough. And yeah. I saw how it crazy he got. It was good for like got. the first 18 hours, and then that last six hours was just, oh, so rough. Yeah, I got to see the mm, best really side of you remember. playing. Yeah, buddy, we played Broforce, and uh, you didn't make any Broforce. sense. Your words that just coming out of your mouth was just gibberish. <laughs> it was fun. 
But um, yeah, so for those who are not familiar with what Extra Life is, it is an organization that works a lot with um, video game streamers as well as the Children's Miracle Network, which is a network of children's hospitals all around the country. Um, They basically use this as a uh, grassroots kind of fundraiser. Uh, to be able to raise support for children's hospitals around the country. And they do that by, you know, setting up a, a donation page that you can create. Um, and, um, you know, get a, you get a bunch of people that do 24-hour game streams in order to fundraise. And so that's what we are doing. Um, we specifically chose, because half of our crew here uh, lives in the Cincinnati area, Um we decided to uh, select our Children's Miracle Network Hospital as the Cincinnati Children's Hospital, um, which I believe, Pat, you you had it go to them last year, right? Yeah, um, I've been there a couple times, but one with Claire uh, when she had a, a scare. So yeah, we've been there, and it's uh, the 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 care there is just awesome. Yeah, um, back when we had. Um, the, the the live meetup in Cincinnati. Uh, if you remember, I shared with you that I had a buddy that was coming up um, to Cincinnati Children's Hospital um, because his daughter had a, a cleft lip, and so she was having um, all sorts of procedures done for that. Um, and so obviously, you know, that shows proof of their care how how well of job they do. Um, being yeah. that he's willing to drive. I mean, obviously, it's his daughter anyway. But being willing to drive seven and a half hours from Virginia, because he lives in Virginia, um, to come to that hospital in particular. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, so we have set it up to where any donation uh, is going directly to uh, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, and that is one hundred percent of your donation. Extra Life does not pocket any of that money; uh, it all goes to. Um, uh, in this case, Cincinnati Children's Hospital. Uh, and so we will be doing this 24-hour stream uh, in shifts starting at 7 p.m. this Friday, November the 1st. That's 7 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'll be kicking it off with Mr. Patrick and then follow, and he'll be going till about 3, and then, 3 in the morning. And then Lucas will jump in from yep. 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed yeah. with lots of coffee. I will not be there at 3 a.m. I um, don't blame you. I'll, <laughs> I'll be expecting lots of people on the uh, on the other side of the world joining me. So, <laughs> Ash Ingram, looking out for you. Hope to see you there. There you go. There you go. It'll be like two days from now, right? Isn't it like 41 hours ahead? Uh-huh. Yep, that's about? right. Yeah. 41 least, hours ahead. Yep. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Can't wait to start that soon. Uh-huh. But uh, and then of course I will be uh, uh, bringing up the tail end, uh, going from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, I don't think we have determined exactly what we're playing yet. Um, we will certainly make um, announcements about what we're playing on our Twitter page. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I know it's Monday, and this will probably be up by like Wednesday or Thursday. Um, so odds are it's already up there. On our Twitter page, um, but um, or odds are you that. already watched it. So thanks for joining us. We hope <laughs> you enjoyed the stream. Thanks for donating so much, guys. Yeah. So right now we have uh, a five hundred dollar donation goal. 
So anything that you guys can do to to help, uh, whether it be actually donating, spreading the word, watching the stream, um, anything like that um, would be greatly appreciated. And to donate, you can go to extra-life.org slash participant slash the good morning guys. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, everything will be there um, to you for you to go ahead and donate. Um, our stream will actually um, will be on that page as well. Pat, I know you're. I think you said you're hosting from or you're going from from your individual uh, Twitch account. So we'll probably like share. Yeah, um, um, uh, I set it up to where if people go to the Good Morning Guys Twitch channel, uh, it'll be hosting me. Yeah. So. Um, if you go there, you'll be able to see me as well. So. Cool. Sweet. Cool, cool. Um, but, yeah, we would very much appreciate your help. And like I said, 100% of your donation goes to Cincinnati Children's Hospital, um, which helps for medical equipment. Um, it helps with, you know, actual, like, taking care of, obviously, the these children stay for, like, long periods of time, um, like months and months, and these kids have, like, birthdays that they're spending in the hospital and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it goes towards care in that respect. Um, uh, In many ways, I think it it also helps out the parents um, who are having to spend long periods of time um, being there with their children, that kind of, that kind of care. And, and obviously the, the, um, you know, the functioning of the hospital itself to be able to take care of these kids. So like I said, uh, Extra Life does not pocket any of that. 100% of your donation goes to them. And so anything you can do to help would be greatly appreciated. So let's yeah, do it for the kids. For sure. Can't for wait. Kids. It should be fun. Yeah. And that ends my update. Ronnie, how was your week, sir? Uh, my week was pretty good. And I'm going to apologize in advance. Like I am so congested. Like I have been for like the past two days. So... Um, <clears throat> I feel like I need to continually like clear my throat and I don't breathe out of my nose as well right now. Let me um, clear my throat. <clears throat> I did a couple things this week, two movies this week. Two? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, first one was Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. Nice. So continuing okay. the Marvel, um, Marvel universe run. It was, um, I really liked it. Um, I, I'd never seen Iron Man three. I seen the first and the second one. Um, so the third one was brand new to me. Um, and I, I realized when I was watching this movie, like one of the things they did really well in this movie and they, they, you know, they do it in, in basically each movie. Like you see Iron Man as this, you know, when he's in the iron suit, you see him, he's, he's almost a God, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do to him. And in this movie, they seem to make him very human, just mm-hmm. the whole yeah. human element of, of him and mm-hmm. a couple different things like his, his Iron Man suit wasn't really that effective um against the enemies in this one um they basically were able to like shut him down like really quickly um and then you know a large part of the movie was him without the suit (laughs) you know so yeah because he was dealing with all the after effects of the avengers and battle of new york right yep yep and um there was just it was was like a very like it's very much focused more on tony stark than iron man and I feel like that uh, they, you know, they, did, they did that on the other movies, but it felt like this one was more of a struggle for him as a human being. So yeah. um, it was it was really neat how they did that. I I really enjoyed it. I 
don't really have anything bad to say about any of the three Iron Man movies. Um, there was stuff that I liked about every one of them. You know, when they're out there on that big ship um, where the enemy is at the end, you know, he's like, <laughs> he talks to Jarvis about Operation, I don't know, was it a house party or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, like, just a ton of those suits, like, show up, and that was, like, just the coolest scene, how they're all flying up yeah. or whatever. Um, but, no, it was really cool. It was really cool how they did that. Uh, I was not expecting that. I remember when that happened, I was thinking to myself, why didn't he just have those suits come to him instead of hanging out in that shed? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, you just could have you could have just had one fly right to you. It seems like yeah. wouldn't have been as cool. <clears throat> yeah, it definitely wouldn't have been as cool. I was not expecting. Timing he was like, is everything. Yeah, he's trying to put together this like beat up suit, you know, and power it back up. Uh, but it was awesome. I, I really, I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed all those movies. Um, I will watch those again, I'm sure. And then we continued with Thor: Dark World. Oh yeah, you went from one spectrum to the other. In- yeah, how did we so feel they're back about to back. That? Quality. Um, they're back to back in the series. Um, and I will tell you, these movies make so much more sense when you yes, watch they them in do. order. It is amazing. <laughs> it is it's it amazing is totally how much amazing. sense they make. Uh, yeah. There's so many things that I did not pick up before. Um, uh, like just for one, the doctor, um, his first name is Eric. I can't, he was running around in his underwear at uh, Stonehenge. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I can't remember his last name now. Um, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I can't remember either. his name, but he was, um, uh, he's in like a bunch of them. So I didn't, I didn't realize the connection in the first Avengers because I, Watched the first Avengers before I watched Thor. <laughs> right. Uh, the first one. So I had no idea who that guy was. And then in the movie, like, it took me watching Avengers the next time after watching Thor to be like, oh, that's the same dude. Every movie they think that he's crazy and he's actually really smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was pretty cool. It, it was, um, it was, I think I how to say it. Um, it was good. I think I, I actually think I like the origin story better. Uh, the first one. That's I, that's a common thought. Yep. Is it? Wait. So where do you it, see Ragnarok? Where do you see the third? I've, door? I've heard Ragnarok is by far the best. Actually, it's awesome. which Easily, is yeah. completely backward from how movies normally go. The third right. one being the best one. Usually, the third one is the worst. Yeah. Um. So no, it was it was good. It was just a really slow movie. There was not like a lot of comedy in it. You know, it was a very serious. I think yeah. movie. So it was. Like I said, it was good, but it wasn't. It definitely wasn't my favorite one so far. Um, the next movie in line is um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. So there you go. I've already seen it, but obviously love those movies. Gotta, so gotta watch it again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm looking forward to doing that. And lastly, for the week, my video game update. As you guys can imagine. I actually did play a video game this time. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I did. I actually did. Um, I actually, it was just last night. Um, I jumped back into some Rocket League with Eric, with Bangleman nice. and I. There you go. Um, okay. Yeah, nice. So I hadn't been in a really long time. And I was like, yeah, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to ready to game it up for a little bit. So we played for maybe an hour or two. Um, the funny thing is, is Elizabeth plays the Sims games. And she just bought like an expansion pack or, or something like that or a pack of expansion packs or something. I don't know. Um, but she'll go up to play. She's like, oh, I'm going to go play some Sims. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to just stay down here and play video games. <laughs> New experience. 
<laughs> yeah, you you go up there and play your games. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, no, so I decided to jump on and play some Rocket League, and uh, it was pretty fun. There's so much more stuff now. I, I like was just trying to remember how to play. I initially got into like the training for a little while just to remember how to control everything. And yeah. uh, and then me and Eric played, and we're usually like pretty successful. He's actually really good at it. Um, he's usually pretty cocky uh, and a little arrogant about most games. So uh, hopefully he doesn't listen to this episode and know that I said that because uh, I always got to knock him down a notch or two, you know. But he's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. I usually let him control the field, and then I just come in and try to get the goal at the end. There you go. So, but that was it for me. How about you, Patrick. Ooh, uh, this uh, past week, um, let's start off with the games. So I played. Uh, I played been playing a ton of Apex this past week. Uh, I and I've been playing a lot of ranked matches. So um, I and in ranked there are different tiers. So you start off with gold. And then once you rank up, you can get to silver. Oh, sorry, no, bronze, and then silver, then gold, um, and then platinum, and then what they call Apex Predator. Right now, I'm in the middle of gold, and I'm gold two. So once I get the gold one, then I can get the platinum, or I don't know what it is. Um, but I've, uh, but um, I'm really enjoying that. What I like about the ranked one, I think I've said it before, is people actually stick around if, if they die. Um, they don't just like leave. Mm-hmm. So it really helps out the squad when you can actually res uh, someone um, um, if you get their banner uh, and you can get them back in a, back and have a full team uh, later in the match. So um, playing a lot of that. Um, and that's pretty much all I've, all I've been playing. One of the biggest things that happened this week, um, other than games, was it was we had recorded last Monday and last 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 weekend um my daughter's guinea pig was not doing well we've mm-hmm. had this guinea pig for about two years and these guinea pigs live between five to eight years and we've only had this guinea pig for two years so but it, over like the past month it's having it's having like struggles um moving around wasn't eating or drinking as often as he used to um so I don't know, it might've been like a month ago, uh, my wife had taken the guinea pig into the vet to see what was the wrong with it. And they did some various tests and they're like, no, it's nothing. Um, so we took it back home and as the month went on, uh, he got progressively worse. So, uh, Mel had reached back out to the vet via email and the vet said it could be a number of different things. Um, one of the options was euthanasia and, um, my wife and daughter are very attached to the Guinea pig. It's basically a family member mm-hmm. and, uh, Clark and I, you know, we, we liked the Guinea pig, but it's, we're not as attached as the girls are. So we were, we were struggling with the choice of putting the guinea pig down or seeing if we could help. Um, and with guinea pigs, they are not the common uh, pet. So they're a little bit more expensive because of how small they are uh, when you take them into the vet. So we've already put a ton of money into this guinea pig and we were trying to figure out whether we wanted to spend more money or just put this 
put the guinea pig down. So with this choice, you know, my my wife was struggling uh, with with that, you know, um, getting really emotional about it. My daughter getting very emotional about it. So on Tuesday night of last week, we had um, our um, nieces and nephew over and their family um, came over as like a kind of like saying goodbyes because we were going to take um, the guinea pig in on on Wednesday morning for a visit um, to put him down. So we did that and then we woke up the next morning, um, that Wednesday morning, and I had uh, taken the morning off so I could go with Mel uh, to take the guinea pig to the vet. And when my daughter had left for school and when she was getting on the bus, she's like, I don't want anything uh, in my room. Take all of the guinea pig's stuff out. She doesn't want to come home to an empty cage, get everything out of there. So, um, so at, when she left, all of a sudden, the guinea pig started acting normal. And then, <laughs> so, like, it was, we gave it a, a strawberry, ate the whole entire strawberry. Um, it was moving around uh, because of what it was, it was doing before was as, as it was running, um, it was falling over. It had, like, some imbalance hmm. um, and couldn't really, uh, a, uh, couldn't really walk or run um, in the normal fashion that it used to. Um, but it was started to run normal and running around and running both ways or in circles and eating. So my wife just starts getting emotional again. Like I can't, she's like, I can't put this guinea pig down if he's okay. So we take him to the vet that morning and we're going in there thinking that we're not going to put him down. We get to the vet, the vet checks him out, does a, does some tests and, um, She's she's like you could do a few things we as because she cause since she didn't find anything she's like we could do X-rays we could do MRIs we could <laughs> do this whole thing and she's like just be just to be honest she's never done an MRI for a guinea pig ever so because of how expensive it is and it's just being a guinea pig um, I think if we did it w- with our dog we may have decided to go with the X-ray or MRI. Um, but with the skinny pig, we're like, ah, we don't know. You know, the skinny pig's already been a very expensive for us. And so she's like, okay, since he's doing a little bit better, why don't we get um, some medicine, get some antibiotics, some anti-inflammatories, and we'll see how that goes. And since then, this skinny pig has really turned a corner. Mm. All of a sudden, uh, this skinny pig starts running around eating and drinking and it was we were we were so close to putting this guinea pig down and all of a sudden the morning of like two hours before the before we take him into the vet he's like you know what i'm good guys you don't need to kill me i'm good <laughs> wow it's a guinea pig miracle it's a well it was, it was crazy because we were talking on monday and we were trying to get into the vet on tuesday uh, which was when we had people over and, but the doctor wasn't in on Tuesday doctor wouldn't be in until Wednesday. So, which was Wednesday morning is when he started to act normal. So luckily the doctor wasn't in uh, on Tuesday because we were, if we, he probably wouldn't be here with us, uh, if he, uh, if we went out on Tuesday. Hmm. So we, we were lucky with that. Um, and, and since then he's, he's taken his medicine, he's eating, he's drinking. It's, 
it is crazy how big of a change uh, it has been over the past month to the past week. Um, so my my daughter, she came home uh, from school on Wednesday elated, so excited that uh, the guinea pig was still here with us. What's the guinea pig's um, name? Cookie. Cookie. Congrats yeah, to with Cookie. Cookie. A lot of people think Cookie is a girl's name, but it's a, it's a boy. <laughs> I just I think saw of Mel it. Mel called so. him Cookie Monster. Cook, yep, we call him Cookie Monster. Yeah, I was saying. I just think of food. I don't really think of boy or girl. I just think that sounds good. I want a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember why she named it Cookie, but uh, but yeah, but we're still huh. still with us, um, and uh, that's we're we're very excited. Um, I have I think I have played with the with the guinea pig more in the past week than I have it's since we've had him. There you go. Um, and my wife jokes. She's like, "All it took was Cookie for you to be on your deathbed for Daddy to play with you." <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so it was uh, it was a um, up and down uh, week this past week. But uh, we're we're uh, we're glad that Cookie's still with us. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys ever had that with any of your pets. Um, haven't had that choice of uh, putting your pet down or anything, uh, but it is. Whew. Yeah, it is an emotional ride. For I sure. bet it is. No, I I really haven't. My my I've killed all my animals naturally or by accident. Naturally, or, yeah. Like <laughs> you've killed them naturally. I'm, I mean, I haven't killed them, but as we <laughs> talked about in the pets episode that we did many moons ago, for whatever reason, a lot of my pets have died. And uh, you like talking about the sun and the moon, don't you? Yep. Is it ten thousand moons? Ten thousand moons yes and one Two, ten, ten thousand and ones moons. yeah ten thousand and one <laughs> moons ago Thousands we songs. talked about our pets mm, okay yeah but yeah that's uh that's about it for me all right who is up next lucas mm. you're the only one that hasn't gone bueller bueller <laughs> yeah it's me uh so guys as you might have gathered from the intro uh i have a lot of disney on my mind in my heart and it's thanks to my daughter and uh some of her school friends and i think i think i think some parent parents or a teacher or something anyways this past week um my daughter started listening to some disney music with a, a family that goes to like a friend that goes to the school and then their parents and for whatever reason she needed to she was hanging out with them and talking about disney music and they started playing Disney music in their car or with their iPod or whatever. And she's like, we don't really have any Disney music on our iPads and iPods and all that. And truth be told to this point, uh, we only have the soundtrack to Tarzan, which is a very good soundtrack, but good old Phil Collins representing. Yeah. Phil um, Collins. But other than that, we didn't have anything. And so it just started this conversation with, with me and Mindy and James. And all of a sudden we got Disney fever over the weekend and we bought like a half dozen random songs on iTunes, uh, two of them being from Aladdin Patrick, so you'd be very happy about that. Nice. Uh, good, good. Um, I approve. Lo- loving that. We, we actually got the two, the two random songs we got from Aladdin uh, were the Will Smith ones, so he, he does a good job. We really, Tasha especially really likes uh, his version. Um, and then we found on Amazon a three-disc set of... Now that's what I call Disney movie soundtracks collection. And it has like 70 songs on it. And uh, 
it's coming in the mail. And uh, so when Mindy's parents come to visit us at the beginning of November, uh, they're going to be bringing that. And so we're going to have we've, we've we're going from one soundtrack to about 100 Disney songs. So I'm guessing for the next three weeks up until Thanksgiving, when we start transitioning to Christmas music, we will be listening to a lot of so you actually bought cds huh yeah we bought cds we're old school like that we got uh we got i mean we got fit in that ipad though we got 70 70 songs for 20 bucks and uh so getting all that music for that smaller price we'll just burn it and then we'll add it on to everybody's we'll add it on to everybody's yeah we're old school we should probably just stream and stuff but my kids wanted them on their ipods so we just got the CDs and we're going to burn it like we did back in the 90s and 2000s, early 2000s, like in the good old days. And does uh, your, put it um, on all does our your horse and buggy even have a CD player? Uh, it, we had to install it <laughs> later. It didn't originally. It had a, a record player, old vinyls and, you know, like, wicked, wicked, it had wicked. a phonograph. Like the Yeah. Mr. Ed, our Gramophone. first horse, he, he loved the vinyls. It he was loved his the vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, so Disney fever. Uh, we we just love the Disney music, so we'll be we'll be rocking that for the next three weeks. Um, besides that, uh, Mindy and I celebrated 19 years of dating uh, on the 23rd. Actually, nice. it actually was a week ago. Are you guys married yet? And I might have forgotten. Nope, we're still dating. 19 years and cool. counting. Just dating for the last 19 years. And on our dating anniversary for a present, I gave her the gift of napping. And when she came home from a full day of work, she went and napped and I made dinner, took care of the kids, helped with the homework, which I usually do that anyways. But life has just been so busy and crazy that we just we haven't had time to go go out and properly celebrate. So we'll be doing that on uh, here in a couple days, going out for a, a, a dating lunch. And, uh, yeah, so like I said, life's been busy, uh, still raising mission funds, uh, been doing meetings and, uh, all that fun stuff. Mindy and the kids just go to school and, uh, stay there from like 7 a.m. They leave, I think at 7 a.m. and they get back at 4 p.m. So they're, they're gone solid all day. Um, and then on the gaming front played some exploding kittens represents Mark Boucher uh, we nice. played some, family and I played some exploding kittens and I finally won yeah. a game. I think since owning it, I have yet to win. <laughs> I would take the game everywhere. Like I took it to Ohio, Indiana when I was in the U S and, uh, played with a bunch of family and friends and I could never win. And the other day I finally destroyed my family. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't destroy them, but, uh, it was it was good fun. I I tried to spread the love and uh, not direct attacks at anyone. I think one of the times I can't remember if I've told you guys, but one of the times that I lost, my daughter rubbed it in my face, and so the <laughs> next time that we played, I destroyed her, and I knocked her out <laughs> right no, at the beginning. That's that slice of humble pie. Yeah, and she immediately <laughs> ran to her room and cried. And so this time around, I was like, you know what, Life I'm lesson. just gonna. Yeah, that's right. That's what I pretty much told her. I was like, listen, this was a life lesson about you don't rub it in people's faces when they lose. Uh, but yeah, this time I, I spread the love and uh, I, I tried to keep it cool. And uh, the, the funnest part of the game was try to keep it cool. Try to keep it cool. <laughs> not be competitive. Yeah. Uh, the Almost fun- lost my cool there. The funnest thing about the, 
the game was both my kids kept asking about whose turn it was. So we used the cone of shame a lot. Mm, the cone of shame. We didn't use that uh, when we had our live show and played, but the cone of shame comes with one of the expansion packs and you pretty much just put it around your neck and you wear the cone of shame until somebody else asks whose turn it is or which order you're going in or whatever. Patrick would have been wearing it the whole game. <laughs> yes, he would have. I'm really sad that we didn't have it. Mark didn't have it with him when we played with Patrick because, of course, he wouldn't have been able to see his cards. Patrick would be like, where are my cards? I can't see them. It wouldn't have mattered anyway. He didn't know what he had. <laughs> That's correct. That's very true. If you wanted to win a game, you could have just played Patrick head-to-head. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that confidence. next time. For sure. Uh, on the video gaming front, I am neck deep in Dragon Age Inquisition and loving it. Uh, yep, right about there, Mark. For those that can't see, <laughs> Mark put his hand up on his neck to show what it looks like to be neck deep in something. I figured I, I would have demonstrate. Seen your your tweets about the jankiness of oh the game. Oh my gosh, I have run into some <laughs> janky stuff. Like at one point, my character started moonwalking. Like it was a glitch and he was just moonwalking. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like going up and down steps, moving around. I was shooting my arrows just to see if I could get him out of the glitch and he didn't go out of the glitch for a good, like Patrick, the one that I put up on Twitter, that was just like, I think a minute or 40 seconds. He did it for like four minutes until finally I went to like, I went into some menus and tried to see what it would do, and it brought him out of it, but it was really funny. And then I recorded another <laughs> video. I don't remember if I posted this one on Twitter, but another video where one of my one of my characters started like jumping up and down on a on a bench next to a woman. That was just Oh, you did. Yeah, <laughs> okay, you did, I did post that one. And yeah. then I moved the camera to where I went inside the skull of the lady and you could like see her eyeballs and her mouth inside of her head. <laughs> <laughs> It was so oh, weird. Classic. But other than the little, those few glitchy parts, like like the game is just is so fun. Uh, I think in the past week I've put in about twenty four hours into it, and uh, and uh, wow, and and it, most of it came on Friday and Saturday. When Friday night I got home from uh, a two day meeting uh, trip in uh, another city, and I got home and I had like four hours to kill before my family got home. So. I just booted it up, started playing. Then the next day, uh, the kids and I had like a screen morning. <laughs> I guess it's going to be warm up for uh, Extra Life next week uh, because mm. we spent literally six or seven hours just playing games and playing video games and watching YouTube Beautiful. videos. It was wonderful. Uh, but I really just like the game because it's a mix of Lord of the Rings, you know, story, style, and setting. And then it has a lot of the mission and the character development, like uh, stuff of like Mass Effect, and it's just really fun. Um, I thought it was I, kind of like I, a Skyrim type game too. Yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. does have a. I would say, and I would say that that has a good uh, Lord yeah. of the Rings and Mass Effect feel, uh, very much like Skyrim. That um, Skyrim has even more jank to it uh, than this game, um, but yeah, it definitely is giving me that Skyrim vibe, and. Uh, you know, I already got to the fake ending and and uh, I'm in no hurry to finish the game. Every mission, every pickup, every character, like you just have these conversations and they tell you stories and it's really interesting and uh, I really enjoyed it. So I'm just taking my time with that, enjoying it. And uh, nice. besides that, uh, let's just get into our topic because I have no transition whatsoever. Before we so, do that. 
Yeah. You know, uh, one of the funny things that I will always now remember about Dragon Age is <clears throat> so uh, Elizabeth plays games, which is different than any girl that I've ever dated. Um, and when we were out on the first date, we kind of started talking about games a little bit, and she was playing Dragon Age. Oh, that's right. I think you had mentioned. Had you mentioned that? Uh, possibly. I remember thinking to myself, "Hmm, this hmm. this is a oh. keeper. This is good. This is, <laughs> this the best is a keeper." Night. That was probably the same time you found out she loved Dra- Doctor Who. The Doctor Who, I think, came later on. Oh, okay. Uh, she's tried to explain it to me before, but it's that one's beyond me. Yeah, I, I won't try to catch up with that one. But um, now she's just playing Sims, so. Now she's, now she's just more nerdy. <laughs> now, did you ever watch her play Dragon Age, or did you ever play Dragon Age, or just no, talk to her? I never she just it. talked she to you about it. She doesn't play console games. She only plays on her computer. I gotcha. So a little bit different. I never play on my computer at all. I feel like I look at a computer all day, and I do not want to come home and play a game on a computer. Also, uh, the console games are nice because you're sitting on a couch. You know, like so much right. better. I don't. I like having the controller. I don't like the keyboard. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. I feel the same way. Don't oh, have fan. to update the drivers. There is there are updates, but they're very simple and you don't mm-hmm. have to like buy new hardware to keep up with the new games. It just yep. works. Good stuff. Well, I think we should just jump into the topic of the show. That sound good, guys? Mm-hmm. Cause today we are talking about not Halloween. We are talking about conspiracy theories. That's right, folks. Today, we are talking about the thing that nominated... That nominated? Nope. That's not how words work. The topic that was nominated by Duncan Donut Rogers on Facebook and chosen by our joiners. Sorry, Halloween. Maybe next year. This year, (laughs) conspiracy theories were chosen. If you want to hear about Halloween, just listen to episode 7. (laughs) <laughs> did we talk about Halloween in episode seven? We did. Man, yep. it's been a yep. long time. I forgot that we... <laughs> I didn't go back and look, but yes. That's a good plug. Episode seven. Go back. The Force Awakens. What's that? I said The Force Awakens. Episode seven. Episode seven. Oh, okay. Sorry. It took me a second. I was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the Force Awakens. Speaking of the conspiracy of The Force Awakening. So, uh, jumping right in. Arctic... M77 on Discord, one of our joiners, he said, although a Halloween episode would have been great, hey, uh, Matt, go back, episode seven, uh, being released on Halloween, cough, cough, conspiracies are always fun. How about the one where a guy made a car run with just water and the Illuminati came and got him, never to be heard of again? Or about the one where car manufacturers developed a car tire that you would never need to replace and the Illuminati said no because they would never have to buy tires again. How would we make money? Did you hear about the one with a 90s band song being similar to a 1950s song? Oh, wait. Never mind. That's true. These are sounding like Friends title episodes. Weird. (laughs) Thank you, Matt, for this. How about the one with the air pressure being less due to weather conditions conspiracy at a sporting event? I have never heard of that one. Uh, how about the one where your parents tell you to hold your breath to get rid of hiccups when you were little? That actually works. I do that. 
How about the one in the 1980s where people were taking some sort of beverage challenge between two popular, oh wait, that was the old Coke versus new Coke, or some kind of crystal clear Coke or something, never mind. <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> what? I'm talking about. Got to get back to work. getting his soft drinks mixed up between Coke, new Coke and crystal Pepsi. Yeah, I think so. I think that's oh, Crystal Pepsi. Crystal clear Coke. So... What Matt is trying to say is there are lots of conspiracy theories, and some of them make sense, and some of them do not. Uh, so with that, we're just going to jump right in. Did did any of the ones Matt mentioned ring a bell for you? Um, like I said, the whole holding your breath to stop the hiccups, it works. I do it all the time. Between that and eating sugar. Uh, um, I'm going to dispute work. that. I am too. That does not work for me. It rarely ever works. Maybe for me. it's because you suck at holding your breath. How long can you hold your breath? You know, that's a good question. I don't know Let's how long. Let's do it right now. Let's do a test. I'm Ready? basically Michael Phelps when it comes to holding my breath. I don't believe you. <laughs> Man, that was a lie. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the lie detector detector. Because I can hold my breath for two minutes. That's pretty good. Sometimes two minutes and 15 seconds if I want to almost pass out. Whoa. I do that thing where like my chest starts to like want to cave in because my lungs are like, I need to breathe, you stupid idiot. Yeah, I haven't done that one too often. Probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very good idea. Yes, for sure. So conspiracy theories, guys, do you want to uh, do you want to share some of your favorites? Jump isn't, right in. Isn't just based on, on Matt's comments, uh, isn't the Illuminati themselves a conspiracy theory? That is totally right? a conspiracy theory, right? Of like, The Illuminati sucks. Illuminati <laughs> sucks. <laughs> We're going to see a guy with a, like guys with masks coming right behind Mark on the screen. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just him. like <laughs> bag him and tag him. <laughs> Have you guys heard that the uh, possible Illuminati headquarters is at Denver International Airport? Where, <laughs> where there's either... What? An, an Illuminati headquarters or an underground city, because apparently when you when people have looked back on the ledger of their budget and all the money they spent, like it doesn't match up. Like there's an extra like a uh, billion dollars or five hundred million dollars that they can't attribute to like some physical representation. Like where did that go to? And so the idea is that with all that extra millions of dollars. That's how they built the underground headquarters for the Illuminati or an underground city. Seems like they wouldn't have left a paper trail had they done that. Yep. If they're as secretive as everybody thinks they are. I mean, yeah, I guess. But nobody, nobody's found it out, so apparently they did a good enough job. Well, I've been to the Denver International Airport many times, and I see no evidence of it. How, but well, I it's guess it's underground. Might... How many floors yeah. down did you go? 20. That's a good yeah, question. To, like, I don't know cool, how far like underground we went. On the wall, something opens up, a little trap door. <laughs> yeah, so next the time you're there, mark? just start pulling There's on There's a piano everybody. out in the main <laughs> lobby that you have to hit certain keys. keys. It only opens <laughs> if you play the Pink Panther theme song. <laughs> Backwards. <laughs> We've cracked it, guys. We've we cracked it. it out. And we're all gone. So don't be surprised <laughs> if disappear. this episode never makes it. that way you'll know i have actually heard about the the whole thing about you know uh, a guy being able to make a vehicle with running on just water yeah i think Um, i heard that and then also the tire that never deflates or whatever does the water thing seem that far-fetched honestly like a hydrogen powered anything right like they have hydrogen powered stuff now 
they do now, but this was like a long time ago, apparently. Mm. Um, and both that guy and the non-flat tire, they they just conveniently happened to disappear. So, or at least so they say. Not the <laughs> Maybe he was just murdered by the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have a tire that doesn't deflate? You just make it of solid rubber. There's no space inside. It'll still it's wear just... down. But it'll never deflate. But do you know like semi-truck tires like last so much longer than like just regular like car tires? Like they last in like ridiculous amount. Is it Are they made by the Illuminati? Uh, maybe. Maybe that's oh. maybe we should look into that. Yeah, I think the Illuminati has uh other things to worry about they, than They tires. own the trucking industry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they that's do. how they get in. <laughs> yep, that's true. Hmm. Oh gosh. Uh, Corey Fouch wants to know: Was the moon landing faked? Speaking of another conspiracy, uh, do you guys think it's possible that it was just filmed on a set somewhere, or that it didn't really happen? Have you Have you ever watched like the documentary of like? The I don't know I don't can't remember what it's called but it's it's one hundred percent directed towards the moon landing it's like an hour long and they go through all the the different like shadows and why their shadows are this way you can see stuff in the background why is the flag this way or doing this mm-hmm. when there's it no appears air? to be How wind yeah yeah there's a lot of things so I think like with crazy with that. that I could definitely see why people would believe that it was shot. I mean, we would never know. I would, you know, we would never know. And at the time where we landed on the moon, it was like this big space race. Everybody was like trying. Every, all, yeah. the, all the different countries were pushing against each other. So my big question <clears throat> is, why haven't we gone back? Yeah. Aliens. Yep. That's it. Transformers. Or, yeah, I was going to say Transformers. They're afraid they're going to get attacked. <laughs> You don't want to go to the dark side of the moon. Now, I've heard that if you have a powerful enough telescope that you can see the tracks of the moon landing and that, I mean, I don't, I can't afford a <coughs> telescope that nice. But I think that'd have to be like the Hubble telescope probably. Supposedly, <laughs> that one's pretty far away. That would be kind of a waste of funds, but you know, yeah, you'd have to have, I don't know how powerful of a te- telescope, but I've, I've heard that if that. A lot of people have confirmed that there's proof of people being there. So, yeah. But yeah, so I, I yeah, I, I don't know how I, much stock I put in it. Yeah, I, I go on the side that it's real. But I could also, like you said, Ronnie, I could see where you just watch it. When you watch that footage, it doesn't <clears> look that impressive. It just looks like like a the Michelin Man jumping around in like on a trampoline and just kind of teetering back and forth, making a bunch of dusty air and stuff i don't know i think i, I just have a hard saw... time believing like what we're told as like a, a general public like as a general public clearly is not in on everything and um generally not trusted <laughs> so right um yeah i always err on the side of uh eh, if i had to say fake or not fake i would probably go with i i think it was maybe faked yeah yeah um I actually read a, a some sort of a conspiracy theory kind of thing the other day, um, where apparently like um, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, you know, they had um, in addition to their their sort of uh, communication lines to 
uh, to NASA. Um, they also had individual lines um, to where they could, you know, just communicate between each other and not necessarily, I guess, NASA hear them. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> apparently I was reading, and I don't know how true this is, um, when they first landed on supposedly on the moon on the moon um there was like a good two minutes of complete silence um in which i guess the astronauts were not communicating with with nasa and um the way i guess um things seemed to be they apparently were communicating on that individual channel Mm mm-hmm and so, it they they kind of wonder if they saw something. Well, they I think I think it was Buzz Aldrin that came out like a bunch of years later and and indicated because there was also like from the documentary that I saw there was a there was a channel that they were on which was public. Um, it was basically you know everybody at home could listen to everything they were saying, and there was a channel that they could switch over to where they could basically only communicate with NASA. It was not a public channel. So people at home couldn't hear what they were saying. But in the documentary, like, I think it was Buzz Aldrin that had said, like, there was, there was things like they couldn't explain. Um, They felt like um, they were of some intelligence, like they described them, Uh, a lot of like little orby things that seemed to be following them. Not just, Hmm. I mean, he couldn't obviously explain what they were, but um, he said something about maybe they were like briefed or something to not, not discuss like that stuff. So it's, I mean, I think it's, obviously I think there is uh, life on other planets, but I don't know why that would be a big deal for the public to know about, I guess. That doesn't yeah. make a lot know. of sense to me. I think maybe back in the 40s and 50s, like maybe people would have freaked out. <laughs> in today's yeah. world, not as much. Yeah, people probably won't freak out too much and that probably transitions to tim pollan's favorite conspiracy they talk about roswell new mexico he just said roswell period so (laughs) that's a good aliens landing in new mexico doing their thing uh and i would say connected with that of course area 51 uh and just aliens being among us in general so (laughs) there are lots of conspiracies about that from the initial reports at roswell uh landing is a pretty generous title they didn't exactly yeah. land. It was more like a crash. Yeah. Oh, right. The crash. Yeah, the crash. So the interesting the thing about Roswell. Roswell, and I actually have this one written down too. Um, Look at I, you, Because I believe notes. with the information that I actually have, like the information that I, like, you know, I've watched and read, it like something did happen there. And there was clearly a cover-up. Now, what actually happened there, it's hard for anybody to know. But a lot of the initial people on scene gave actual reports. Um, and a lot of the reports were a disc like at this shape, and there were reports of there being bodies of unknown creatures or right. you know, aliens. And I think I think it was Roswell where the the Air Force actually came out with a statement initially that it was mm-hmm. a disc, and then all of a sudden it was turned around to being a weather balloon very quickly. Um so I think a lot of the initial reports out of Roswell were basically that it was a disc or something from outside of this world. And then it seemed like it was very quickly like covered up and it was a weather balloon. So it seems like something was covered up. What actually was like covered up is 
I guess a good question. I think a lot I don't of understand why they why would they go to weather balloon? <clears throat> like, does that really do anything? Balloon, a disc? Yeah, uh, a weather like, balloon is like I think it was a weather balloon was. Man, I, I would have to I would have to go back, but maybe like yeah. a metallic color. Hmm. Um, a weather balloon was is big. It obviously wasn't a plane that crashed. Um, it would have right. been pretty noticeable if it was a plane or something like that. So a weather balloon yeah. would be, I guess, an only explanation of something yeah, that could be like disc shaped with what they had at the time but um no it, it was it, it's definitely a curious one i think a lot of people it, the, the whole alien thing actually is interesting because a lot of people who um you know have worked in area 51 you know a lot of people have come out later in the years and you know some of them have gone on tv and explained what they did and a lot of them would say that yeah, what actually crashed in Roswell was was actually an alien was an alien saucer, and um, all of that stuff was taken back, taken by our government to they tried to reverse engineer it. Yeah, and a lot of people so, say it's not even Area Fifty One that's necessarily the biggest like reverse engineering place. It's actually Wright Patterson Air Force Base is where a lot of the stuff goes. Where's that at, Wright Patterson? North of Cincinnati in Dayton, it's pretty close. Ohio. Look at you guys. Yeah, it's like 40 minutes Crazy. away. From Time to yeah. storm yeah. Wright-Patterson. Do it. Yeah. You guys lead the charge. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of bump that. this Area 51 noise, we need to Naruto run over to Wright-Patterson. Yeah. What happened with that Area 51, storm Area 51? I didn't really pay attention. I don't think to anybody being actually did any storming. Nobody. All I know storming, but like people a... did show up. Lots of people did show up. I saw the Naruto guy. What it looked like. <laughs> Did you guys see the Naruto guy that ran oh. behind the camera woman? Yes. <laughs> they made like a bunch of little memes and videos about him. <laughs> That's all I saw. I it looked like, like a bunch of fun, really. But I like me personally, even if I'm in a crowd, like I'm not about to cross a line that says we will shoot you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, forget that, that so man. Stupid. I don't want to get hit with a ricochet. <laughs> yeah. I am surprised, however. Sense. Because there are a lot of stupid people out there. I am very surprised nobody went, nobody ran. Yeah, nobody did it. I'm totally surprised that. I feel like if there were things that they shouldn't know, or if our our government actually had to um, use force against its own citizens on something like that, like it would be crazy. That would have been yeah. an absolute disaster. Yep. So, sure. And going back to like Roswell and Area 51, I. I am of the mindset that in regards to aliens and everything that for me as a human, I'm like, there are so many things that I don't understand and know. And there are so many things that are possible. And even, and I don't understand this argument that people say that as a Christian, if there are aliens, then that somehow disproves God or like throws a wrench in the Bible. And I don't, I've never seen anywhere in the Bible where it says we're the only people in this world, like, like in this universe, like God never makes that promises. Hey, you're the only smart people or the, my smart creation around. So like, I totally think that aliens are possible, but one thing that always like kind of bothers me about the present with aliens and other conspiracy theories of like, how do we not have more like rock hard evidence with so much more technology now, like so much more, everybody has a cell phone, everybody has, but at the same time, like you have more people with, you know, uh, the ability to even create fake videos and like, and maybe that's part of the reason we don't know the truth from the lies. Cause 
there's just a bunch of everything. But how do we not have more hard fact evidence either way? That's because the uh, government is uh, listening in on everything. Our phones, our Alexa, our Connect. And then they're destroying it before any information can come out. Well, this episode's not coming out. Now, speaking of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Did you hear, I think it was a couple months ago, that uh, Microsoft, uh, the Connect, when it first came out, people were like, oh, the government's going to be listening in. I'm turning off my Connect. They would give, they would uh, uh, sell sleeves for the connect yes so i remember hearing you, about it, that yeah um and a couple months ago uh there was a story that came out that there were actual contractors for microsoft that did listen in on the connect in people's homes uh what? and the, and they were I, I don't know if it was uh someone had someone got fired or someone whatever they they decided to start talking about it and uh and then microsoft quickly quickly had has sent out a statement uh but they had said that they were listening in on in people's homes to uh uh get better data and to allow the connect to function better uh when people talk to it mm-hmm. um and that's what that's that's basically what they had said it was just it, it was just when people were talking to the connect but the the it was said that the connects would actually turn on like inadvertently and when i hear it when i hear inadvertently it sounds like they turned it on right. or whoever they are um to listen in and that's like that's with, with that i'm like okay that came out and whenever I, it happens to everyone where you're thinking of something and you go to google and you type in like three letters and immediately it predicts what you're thinking or what you're saying yeah so it's 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 wild every time that happens. I'm like, how does it know that I'm looking for this exact thing? And then sometimes it's obscure. Sometimes it's some maybe something that's going on, uh, trending in Twitter or trending in the world right now, to where predictive text makes sense. But if it's something so obscure, like why is a why is this toilet pink? Like why would they think that I'm thinking that? I know it's not. It's just an example, right? It's something was as off the wall as that. Pink toilets. That look out. <laughs> pink toilets. If I put pink and they say toilets, I'm gonna lose my mind if I, if I search that right now. Lose my mind. Do it. Pink. Pink. Also, I have an update while he's looking. Nope. <clears throat> nope. Didn't work. Pink toilet paper. So on the um, on the day of the Roswell crash, there was actually a newspaper, the Roswell Daily Record, where it says on the very front page. RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. So that was actually a press release where they said that it was a flying saucer. <clears throat> and then the following day, there was um, another press release basically saying that it was a weather balloon. So there was actually newspapers printed with, with a flying saucer, which would be really cool to have, by the way, one of those. Yeah. Well, and that, that goes back to the whole government controlling or covering up everything that that patrick was talking about like why we don't have any like hard fast evidence with all the technology advances we have and i had a roommate in college that he thought that the government was always watching him so anytime he changed his clothes he would go into his closet or he would change below the window so they could not see through his window (laughs) really (laughs) and i was like 
And I just think it's like someone putting the, it reminds me of wild hogs when the guy puts crap in a plastic bag and he hangs it in the tree so the bears won't get it. And they're like, the bear doesn't want your crap. And I'm like, the, the government doesn't want to look at you naked. Like, that's what I told him. I was like, why are you doing that? Uh, but that whole idea. I'm sure idea, there's some part of the government that does. But, I mean, you know. maybe there's someone, but I don't, I don't I know. I had a buddy like, that didn't get a credit card until he was in his like mid-20s. Um, he was one of those people he didn't like, didn't want credit cards. Like he, he always said, and I quote, he never wanted to leave a paper trail. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what are you teacher. doing? <laughs> a high school teacher. <laughs> what are you doing that you don't want to leave a paper trail? He would always back his car in everywhere so he could make a faster getaway. And he always wore flip-flops because he said he could flip them off and run faster, but it's just his shoes on. <laughs> or just his bare feet. My feet are so soft that I would not I would not last long. I would not be able to persevere. It was also the same guy that uh, to his senior prom tumbling. wore basketball shorts with a blazer. That's special. Yeah. Nice. He never wore that pants is, in high school, ever. That is super, super special. <laughs> uh, Shiplig on Twitter said, Sports are a government-run scheme to distract the populace from the goings-on of the world, keep the populace happy and caring about their team, and not how we're doing overseas. Oh, I don't think sports is covering that up. They'd probably make the Bengals better if they were doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Trump. Get the the Bengals head in the right direction. Have they won a game yet? No. Yeesh. Next one. It doesn't look great. It doesn't look great going forward. I think like the, Uh what is the last week where we play Miami, who also hasn't won a game? The battle for the first pick. Look out. Mm. That's I hope we lose. Yeah, you me too. I mean, if you're 0-15, I mean, you might as well complete it. Mm. Might as well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you guys yeah, think? I think that's a little much. What do you guys think about the government? Do you think they're controlling everything? They're covering up everything? I think the government largely controls the media. Um, I think that's fairly evident. And I think they have more. I think like back in the days where like a Roswell crash or something happened. Like they had complete control of the media and they could, you know, just kind of reign over every single thing that went down to the population. Now it's gotten to a point where with Twitter, with phones, everybody has a camera, everybody has a video camera uh, on the, right. like right in their pocket all day. I think that that's harder. Uh, that is very, it's very much impossible for them to keep a lid on everything. Um, and that's why we see all these stories break. But um, I do generally think that they, they drive the media. You know, we hear what they want us to hear. Okay. Yeah, I certainly think that there's a a large amount of of control and covering up and all that kind of stuff. Um, that that sort of flex of power to be able to stir or steer, excuse me, the you know steer steer things in a certain direction. And I mean, they want public so, opinion in their favor, you know, for the decisions they're yeah. making. You know, if they decide to. And you know, go into another country, you know, or something like that. Like, you know, of course, like they want to steer public opinion in in their favor, so everybody's behind them in their moves. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, however, like one of the other big theories, and it, I guess it kind of turns a little bit into the political sphere, and there may be um, uh, some of our joiners that have kind of mentioned this. Um, like the whole like 9-11 thing and like Bush somehow 
the Bush administration being involved in it. And I've heard of that. All yeah. that kind of stuff. I, I think I that's a little that too for a second too far fetched, <clears throat> in in my opinion. I agree. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that one was a conspiracy. Here's the thing: there are so many videos out there. I remember there was a. Um, do you remember, for example, the uh, man? What was it? It was a school shooting, uh, Sandy Hook. Yep. So that was a big one where people thought a lot of it was a conspiracy. Um, you knew there was a shooting based on the news, but you know they didn't give out a lot of details, and and they they couldn't give out a lot of details. It was a terrible tragedy with a lot of children involved. Um, yeah. But I will tell you what: you could watch a YouTube video, and they can convince you that you know you're not sure what actually happened there, but it's just because you know they're not going to tell us everything. So it is easy to fill in the blanks uh, when you don't have that information. I feel like. Yeah, and I think people try to try to explain that type of stuff away mm-hmm. to try to make sense of it when it re- all it really is is just is just senseless violence by a, somebody who was very disturbed. So, um, yeah, I definitely could understand. And obviously, the they're not going to put all that information because it's just inappropriate. Yeah, it's just not <laughs> you don't you don't need to know all that stuff. So. Um, in those situations, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't think there's like this huge cover up conspiracy. And realistically, like, I mean, in all honesty, like for me, just as a regular person, like I don't want any of those to be conspiracies. Like I don't want yeah. to think that something like that could actually happen. Sure. So, yeah, mm. for sure. I do have one that I think was a conspiracy, a big one. Let's hear it. John F. Kennedy assassination. Yep. That's you read my mind, man. That's where I was going to go next. Because that actually is connected. One of the conspiracies is connected to the government, with JFK. Yeah, there, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Um, I, I, I've like watched and read a lot about it just because I, I just, I'm, I'm interested in history. But in one of the most popular presidents, I feel like we've we've had. Um, it was. It, it's it's hard to believe all of that happened. It's hard to believe that Lee Harvey Oswald from a window so single-handedly, far away, yeah, uh, single-handedly uh, from this ridiculous distance with a rifle that, by all accounts, wasn't this extremely high-powered. No, it looked rifle. like a continental it, rifle, it was, a revolutionary it like war a piece rifle. Of crap, man! Um, and to hit a perfect shot <laughs> looks ridiculous. And I will tell you the Back thing that and to the left, yes, and that right there is the thing that has me like. <laughs> And I don't, it's hard to explain that one away. I know in the Warren report, uh, by the way, they said that when he took that shot, at a certain point during that shot, the bullet begins to tumble. And when the bullet actually would enter somebody, it might, it actually can have the effect of bringing somebody's like, like, for example, his head back towards the bullet. Now, (laughs) I find it really hard to believe. Like there are some actually really gruesome facts about that that are, it's pretty rough. Um, the Warren report has been reviewed by, and for anybody who doesn't know, the Warren report was, it's like a, a, some ridiculously long report on the whole thing and their findings at the end, they determined that Lee Harvey Oswald acted solely in assassinating the president. Um, it's been reviewed a lot of times. There's a lot of holes, I guess, in it. Um, and that one, that one video, man, um, his head, his head going um, 
backwards. That, that means the, his head went towards the bullet, <laughs> which yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. Um, but people who have reviewed it, um, high-ranking people, in fact, um, I think there was somebody in the 90s who came out and said um, there's a very real possibility that there was a second shooter uh, because of that reason. So, mm-hmm. and this is one like, this is like in pop culture. I mean, now, like, you know, oh, yeah. I was a second gunman on the grassy knoll. Like, it's yeah. like Ace Ventura. It was in one of those movies. Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, I mean, it's one of those ones that I don't know if people believe it or not, but um, there's a lot of reasons that I don't think it's true. Everybody in the end just absolutely was killed right away. So, Lee Harvey Oswald, like, yeah. right after they convicted yeah. him, somebody killed him. Like, he can't talk yep. anymore. So nope. everything that needed to be covered up on that, it was. So, uh, D Mannix at D Mannix <clears throat> underscore TTV on Twitter said, JFK, was the mafia involved? That is one of the theories. One of the big theories I actually heard was the CIA. Um, uh, there's good reason behind it. Um, I, think, I think it was JFK who wanted to basically disband the CIA. Um, and also a big, a big reason a, peop- a lot of people think that it was government related is JFK was opposed to war. Yeah. Um, a lot of people believe he was completely opposed to war. They thought all these wars were going to end. And a lot of people, a lot of high ranking people were making a lot of money off of war. Um, so, and I actually read today, I was just reading up on it a little bit. It's apparently the speech that he was going to be giving actually indicated that he was going to be um, basically sending more help. So I don't know. I'm not really, I don't think I'm well-versed enough to know if that's true or not. So Mm -hmm. that's the problem. There's so much out there. Yeah. I had read that um, actually at one point uh, they, they, at least the, theory was that lbj was actually involved in some sort of way yeah i saw that one too um staging a coup because um, obviously after jfk was killed lbj became you know wasn't president. he ex-cia though or i know he was ex-military um that i i would have to double check that like he that. probably was um i don't 100 percent know but um yeah i mean uh, <laughs> who knows i have no idea um, I'd love to know. Yeah, I would. I too. think a lot of people would love to know. I would. Too. At this point, I mean, it's it's buried. I I did read today there was um. So there was an act I think in 1991 passed where, after 20 was it 25 years, um, all documents were required to be released, uh, unless the president. Yeah, 2029 is when it's supposed. Yeah, to Yeah, unless out. the president of the United States, there's a caveat to that. They can prevent them from being. And a lot of the a lot of the reports have been released already, um, mm-hmm. some of which have redacted portions that are, you know, you'll never know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Twenty twenty nine will be mm. interesting though if it does come out. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. All right, here's another conspiracy theory: white chocolate is not real chocolate, according <laughs> to Nate Inberg. At Nate Inberg. <laughs> Mocklet. Mocklet. On Twitter. <laughs> Have you guys heard this before? I, I have never, I don't think I've ever heard white no, chocolate what? What not is this? being real chocolate. The conspiracy theory is that I, white chocolate isn't real chocolate. What is it? 
some fabrication. It is with MSGs. Do you guys like white chocolate? Nope. No, it really at all. I like it with like almonds. Or I know like a lot of people of are crunchy. big fans of white chocolate, but I just, man, it's hard Something. to be a good old milk chocolate, dude. I mean, it's right. definitely not better, but it's fine. I'll eat it, it with some, some crunchies, something crunchy. That conspiracy theory could be true, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> yeah, because I don't eat white chocolate anyway, so it doesn't matter. Nate, if you want to do some more research and let us know, and also uh, maybe send us some in the mail. And we Just can try it. Send that, send that to Brazil. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not about that life. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Just send it to Brazil. Send it right back. There's actually we like white chocolate down south. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually some some musical conspiracy theories out there um, that I'd like to sort of bring up, and it's usually involving whether someone is alive. Yes, or dead. fake deaths. Tupac Shakur. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Tupac, Biggie, Elvis. <clears throat> Um, Elvis? Yeah. yeah. He's still alive? Everybody oh, yeah. thinks he's still alive. They're all together. Elvis, Tupac. Yep. They're all in a, like, they're under Denver International Airport. That's the other. Or if you news. believe Men in Black, El- no, Elvis is not dead. He just went home. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson, but, I think, is another one. Yeah. Every, when when huge stars die suddenly and tragically, it's it's... It's hard to believe that they're actually gone, and so people like to make all sorts of conspiracy theories. Um, there actually was a huge conspiracy theory back in the '60s when the Beatles um, were, you know, still around um, altogether and all this stuff. But um, in 1966 or something like that, there was this big rumor that went around that Paul McCartney had died in a car accident. And that they had replaced him with an imposter. And it's it's literally called the Paul is dead theory. And apparently the Beatles throughout their their record covers, um, their album covers, uh, had like made secret like subliminal messages indicating uh, the fact that, that Paul was dead and this was an imposter. Um, which is utterly ridiculous. Um that stuff is interesting, though, right? <laughs> like, I'm not the only one. <laughs> it's, it's definitely interesting to see what kind of stuff they, they pick up on to kind of pull and stretch. Did you, um, did you guys ever have a class where they played, like, Beatles songs backwards and uh, it had a subliminal <laughs> message? I had that in college. Uh, they played, did it have a subliminal message? I mean, they tried to say it said, like, worship the devil or... I mean, it was like oh, totally. I feel like convoluted. every song backwards sound like devil worshiping. <laughs> yeah, that's <just> pretty <laughs> exactly. much it. But how about the uh, dark side of the moon, Pink Floyd soundtrack or Pink Floyd album? Uh, to uh, was, oh, was it Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz? Oz? Yeah, if you mute Wizard of Oz and you play them, start them at the same time. Is that how it works? Yeah, uh-huh. I've never. Yeah, there are a lot of that. themes and stuff that match up to the Wizard of Oz. That's wild. That would be wild if that's yep. true. Like if that really works, I've never tried it, but it apparently does work. Um, it does work. It whether, works very well. Whether or not Pink Floyd actually meant it to be that way, that's a completely different story. But there are a lot of things that match up. Hmm. You know, what, you know what else matches up? This Earth is flat. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a conspiracy or people just speaking idiots. of this Earth is flat. Patrick, <laughs> Barnaby Butterteeth said, 
Conspiracy theories that make you go, come on, really? For me, flat earthers. I love that documentary where a bunch of flat earth scientists basically prove the earth is round. <laughs> so, what do you what do you think of that, Patrick? Uh, Are you all about that flat earth life? We're j- I mean, have you ever flown across uh, the world? I mean, I've been high enough in mm-hmm. a plane that I can see the curve in the world. No, that's just you can't see that far. Yeah, I can. Hey, they go over the edge and parts of the Caribbean. (laughs) There's curve. Yeah, that's true. I know. It's it's right there. You see it? Yep. You got to watch out. (laughs) Better watch out. I just love love the picture online where it has like um, all the other planets and how they're completely around. And then there's the one picture of Earth that's just like a complete flat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They deflated ours. I have uh, I have a good one that is interesting, and there's actually a whole show on the History Channel about it. Um, the conspiracy that Adolf Hitler did not actually die in that yeah. bunker um, at the end of World War II. Hmm. So the interesting part about that is Where there's is a now? show on History Channel. It's called Finding Hitler, Finding Hitler, Hunting Hitler, I think. Um, and all they do basically is are they're like tracking down leads and stuff of reports because I guess for years after uh, there were a lot of reports of people actually seeing him or him being in places. So this is one of those things where the government released documents and the government was following up on leads multiple years after the war on Adolf Hitler. So there was enough belief in our government that he did not actually die for them to follow up and use resources to follow up on leads. Mm-hmm. That I find very interesting. Wow. They followed all the various escape routes and stuff that like Nazis took like during uh, like after the war, uh, a lot of the high ranking mm-hmm. ones and stuff. Um, it's it's an interesting show, but it's it's interesting mm-hmm. because there's actual government documents that indicate that um, the U.S. was you know the U.S. and other uh, countries were still. Uh, following up on leads because they weren't sure. Like what? <clears throat> I'd have to do some some more research. Like, what do they say? What do they actually do with Hitler's body? Like, so it, where it wasn't it the United States that handled that part. Um, I believe it was yeah. Russian troops. Um, because what apparently something happened with, and I'll have to go back through. Something happened with German soldiers after he was dead. The German soldiers, I don't know if they tried to bury him or what they what they were trying to do, but ultimately the Russian soldiers were the ones that found him, not United States troops. And there's one picture that somebody took uh, where they believed it to be his body. Um, it doesn't, I mean, <laughs> the picture doesn't really look like him, but it could be. You never know. I mean, after somebody's been through some horrible stuff. But um, yeah, they never actually found and tested remains. To be oh. Adolf Hitler. So they claimed that they had a body. Um, and that was kind of it. Like we were kind of on the outside. But there were a lot of reports of people reporting. Um, either seeing him or him being in certain places after the war. Uh, like one of the places they went to was like Argentina. And the interesting thing was. <clears throat> there's a large po- there's a large German population. Um, in certain places in Argentina. And it's literally I feel like because of this. But they were exploring like places where he could have went, you know, by boat or by plane. 
and they found along the coastline of Argentina one it was like a like a fortified building or house with multiple like guard towers of course it was in ruin now but with like german architecture and things like that there was a lot of like escape plans like there was um by all accounts backup plans if it didn't work for there if the third reich didn't work for there to be a fourth reich so it it's i mean the show itself is really really interesting a lot of the stuff they do um so yeah i mean it's it's amazing what like you know what they can come up with interesting very interesting as far as i know they haven't found him yet so yeah he's probably underneath the denver international (laughs) yeah he probably (laughs) crashed the flying saucer yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's with tupac shakur right now hanging out did you guys hear about the conspiracy theory that uh not now part of this is true that there's an active volcano a large active volcano under yellowstone that if it would erupt could destroy the world but the conspiracy theory is that the government knows when or around when it's going to explode and they're withholding it 2020 can there really be nothing nothing done about it though you know i mean yeah that's seems like if we knew it was coming like something could be done i don't know it's like alleviate so you some pressure, die. poke some holes okay. in it, like you know, like when you got really hot food and you got all that steam, you just <laughs> poke some holes to relieve the pressure. Yeah, I don't yeah, know exactly. Yeah, makes sense. You're a scientist. I yeah. believe you. Like when you stick your finger in a pop to get the foam to go down, like that. Yeah, big finger. Stick. They could make a synthetic finger to stir the lava. That yeah, totally would work. Yeah, I think it would too. Sounds sounds like I it would. A scientist. <laughs> For sure. You're not a scientist? <laughs> not yet. Sounds like you are. Sounds no, like but you. I stayed in a Holiday Inn last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys have any other ridiculous or hard-to-believe or believable I conspiracies? I think, I, think, I think Ronnie's actually watched Superman. Oh, my gosh. You totally took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> Ronnie has actually watched all four original Superman movies, not just one. And it's not true that for the past 54 weeks that he has not watched the last 45 minutes. I mean, you think it's possible that I'm just doing it for the show, for the ongoing joke? Yep. First of all, yes, I would never lie to everybody listening. Really? That's that a, lie. a lie. No, I would totally lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them all. He watched them like when oh, yeah, he was 12. He watched them when he was like 11 years old. <laughs> I watched them when Patrick came at <laughs> I was really excited about them. I was like, man, I, f- I love these. <laughs> I just watched them all. I couldn't get enough. Freaking Nuclear Man? That spoke to me. Yeah. <laughs> nuclear Man. <laughs> Goodness. No, but that's, that's the only conspiracy theory that I believe in. Yeah, I, d- I totally believe that. You know what? I back you up, Patrick. I totally believe that one, too. Life just feels so much better when you believe it. That's because you like Superman, though. Yeah. I think, and I'm being I honest I now, I think Superman sucks. It's also a lie. He's the worst. <laughs> they just gave him everything. It's not even fair. Another lie. Let's just create a guy yeah. who has basically no flaws except for one that nobody's ever heard of. Except for Lex Luthor. He's heard of it. Except for Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman's heard of it. <laughs> he knows everything. He is the OG OP. <laughs> the, yeah. 
All right. Well, if that's all we got, folks, then that is all for this colossally convoluted conundrum of conspiracy theories theorized thoughtfully by the GMG podcast. If you'd like to share about your own personal favorite conspiracies, theories, and want to join in on the conversation, there are a number of ways to chat with us in our fantastic GMG community. Links are in the show notes or Twitter. There is a Discord for talking about everything from video games, life, dad jokes, and more. There's also Twitter, where we are at the GMG podcast. If you're old school like me, then email us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And then finally, the way you can connect with us and also practice your radio voices by calling 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard, and you know what else should be heard, but that's our playlist, specifically curated by a Mark, David Boucher. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We didn't okay. forget about that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so as always, you can find the Good Morning Guys Morning Playlist on Spotify as well as on Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for keeping things up on that side of things. And obviously, since we talked about conspiracy theories this episode, um, tried to pick some songs that were based on conspiracy theories, but also the idea of paranoia as well. Um, so picked a few songs for you here. So the first song that we're doing is Black Sabbath's Paranoid. I love that one. Yes. Such a good song. Uh, the second song that we're adding is R.E.M.'s It's the End of the World as We Know It. Yeah. All right. Good one. <laughs> uh, which literally the only couple of words that I know from that song is, of course, the chorus and then Leonard Bernstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that always makes me think of uh, Tommy Boy <laughs> riding in the car. Yes. And then the third song, because we are not afraid to share some Joe Bros songs or segments. Joe thereof. Bros. Uh, yeah. Uh, so at right after the Jonas Brothers, Nick Jonas had his own little band called Nick Jonas and the Administration. And it was a song called Conspiracy Theory. So... I'm adding that to the playlist as well. And I'm getting the most wonderful looks from <laughs> most of, of, of the crew here. Ron. <laughs> yeah, I did not believe in that this conspiracy whole list is song. Now, the it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> have you guys but, heard have you guys heard the new song with Post Malone and Ozzy Osbourne? No. It is like brand new, Mark. You need to hear it. It's actually good. But Ozzy honestly sounds great. It's incredible. Really? The guy can't talk at all, but man, he can still sing. Computer modification. <laughs> I'm sure some of that is involved, but probably. Um, but yeah, so those are the can imagine the negotiation to get him to help sing that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could understand anything. And this is what I'm going to do: is go sing a He's having a stroke. Just keep recording. It'll be fine. It'll sound good. We'll work with it. it. It'll come around eventually. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so those are the additions to the Good Morning Guys morning playlist this week. I hope that they help you get your good morning on. And just a reminder one more time to check out our Extra Life stream this weekend. And donate if you can. Fantastic. Welp. 
talk at you folks again next week on podcast services around the globe as we talk about music or possibly have a guest or maybe surprise you. Nothing. Or surprise ourselves. Maybe we'll just record silence. I'll uh, I'll hold my breath for two minutes. A good morning for dead air. 14 seconds just to show you that I can. All right. Well, Mark, Pat, Ronnie, Jay, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family and joiners, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. It's like I see Pat like fist moving and him like <laughs> trying to not do anything. Uh, it's a good effort. I was like going to see if everybody was still blinking or if everybody was frozen. I was like, hmm. <laughs> let me oh, cut this open. Oh, the jugular. Us. Shoot. I was aiming for the other artery. <laughs> Mark. Michael Jackson Boucher. You were named after oh my gosh. Michael Jackson. Shut <laughs>